Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Oh, dirty dogs and doggistas, welcome back to another episode of the new school of success and man i was in target the other day november 1st and they got the holiday stuff up man they got they got santa claus they got non-denominational just holiday stuff which i think sure. is great especially here in texas uh, yeah. i expected a lot less um and you know the holidays they stir up a lot of different things and a lot of different people they can mm-hmm. really screw us up and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to really talk about how when we engage with old friends and old family members and put ourselves in old positions from the past, for the sake of the holidays, things can get a little icky, sticky, tricky, and we are going to help you get out of that. But first, mm. Nicholas yes, sir. has a review that he is going to showcase because every episode, we're going to take an amazing review from a listener like you. That is a intentional, right? And we're going to put it on showcase so that you can feel amazing. And then for the listener who wants to be famous, it'll incentivize you to leave a room. So, Mm. Nick, who do we got? What do we got? Who's singing our praises? We have a gentleman named Connor. So thank you, Connor, for leaving this wonderful review and petting our egos and making us feel so nice and warm. Um, Without these reviews, I'm nothing. Oh, I'm true. That was my (laughs) ego talk. Yes. Funny you should say that, Julian. We'll get into this. All right. Anyway. The review says, Nick and Julian's delivery is engaging and their content is powerful, exclamation point. (laughs) In a self-improvement world full of instant fixes, parentheses, band-aids, Nick and... Can I get through this, please? Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Nick and Julian's focus on looking within for our own answers slash needs is refreshing and empowering. I highly recommend giving this a listen, but be sure to bring an open mind. Ain't that the truth, Connor? And thank you so much for, uh, for, for dropping us a nice, thoughtful review. And if you feel called to, after hearing what Connor had to say about us, want to say something nice about us as well, and just how much you're getting from all the knowledge and funniness and, and uh, silliness that Julie and I are bringing to the table, please leave us a five-star amazing review. Um, yeah. Go above and beyond. Make it silly. Make it fun. Make it uh, unique. And you and can Connor hear. has set the bar. That was grammatically, and I didn't see the spelling, but I'm I'm assuming it was spot on with spelling, grammar, the parentheses, yeah. the placements of commas. It was you actually mean, all over the place. I was I was reading between the lines for a lot. Connor, of it, but, you're a fool. You are okay. a fool. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah. Anybody out there that's that's listening to this, just pause. I mean, we're going to be here when you come back from the pause. Mm, we're not going anywhere. No, no, we're going to be here for a while. Um, so yeah, leave us a review. Share this out on social. Like pause that too and, and do that now because we're going to talk about sharing on social at the end of the episode, obviously. But uh, for you that, that likes to click away when we start to fade at the end, I'm telling you now, share this on social media. Don't if be you're shy. giving them too many steps, you're giving them too many steps. They're here for the truth. Okay, let's, the then let's the get to buffet. it. The knowledge <laughs> buffet is open, friends and familios. The so, knowledge buffet. Well, let's eat then. Let's eat. Yeah. Go ahead, Julian. I'll, I'll kick it back to you so I stop <laughs> rambling about what they should be doing for us. Yeah, yeah. Nick, you are just... We'll have an intervention later. But any hoot. All right. So as of recording this, it is November whatever, early November. But November you know, the holiday... 
Nice, whatever. Time is an illusion, Nick. Anywho, ah. uh, so I, I think everybody here can relate to this in some way, shape, or form. But obviously, when the holidays come around, and remember, from a very, very, very young age, we've been conditioned to view the holidays in a certain light. But we return to see people from our past, people from our family. We we return to old environments. Um, and Nick and I were just talking before the episode, when that happens, this weird phenomenon happens where we find ourselves mentally like slipping back into old roles. Uh, and now I'm just speaking from personal experience, like a lot of my personal boundaries, I, I brush them away. I, I, I can't say no to people in my family. I start to push my boundaries aside um, and, and really start to sacrifice myself for old friends, old family and stuff like that. And then ultimately I just slip up in my decision-making. So I start acting out of alignment with all these things I do. I start making food choices that are out of alignment with, you know, how I choose to fuel my body, you know, the other 360 days of the year. And so we, if you, the listener is like, shoot around the holidays. Yeah. I, I slip up with my eating and just, and just, kind of throw caution in the wind and do all these things that don't serve me. I, I slack with certain habits and routines that ultimately serve me. Um, I make myself open and available to people in relationships that don't really serve me simply because they're there from the past. If that's where you're at, we're here to help you because for me, for the longest time, this, this month between Thanksgiving and New Year's was just a big momentum killer for me, myself, my business, my goals. Um, and while there's, you know, while it is an amazing time to reflect, I always reflect and I always, you know, do a lot of restful self-care during this time. It doesn't have to be this, 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 this return to old roles, old, old, old ways, old habits and stuff like that. And so, you know, my friend Nick here, God bless mm. him. Great head of hair. Uh, his facial hair is coming in. He's working on it. It's, it's whatever. Don't, don't mention it. He gets very self-conscious. But Nick, we were talking about this, and I know you can relate to this. So tell mm. the folks at home a story. Tell oh. us a story, Papa Nick. Oh, you want to hear a story? All right. Gather around, children. Gather around. Um, but, but yeah, the, the whole idea of what we're going to be talking about at this episode, obviously the end of the year is here and, and all of the holidays. It's all a lot of fun. And uh, it's nice to see the people from our past and everything or from our past, from our, our lives that maybe we don't see on the day to day. Um, but we can definitely kind of burn our growth to the ground for the sake of pleasing others. Um, and, you know, pleasing others with the reflection of staying comfortable without uh, causing confrontation and so on. It's, I mean, as you were talking there, I'm like, oh, I wonder if like New Year's resolutions are a direct reflection of this pattern that most of us have. Like, is it about the beginning of the year or is it about everybody else just saying to yeah. hell with it for the last two months of the year because I'm just going to fall back into whatever I've been doing or whatever I've done in the past. So now it's a restart after that. Um, yeah. But for me, I, I grew up in Niagara Falls, New York. So shout out to everybody listening from Niagara Falls, New York. I would the say NF that. they call it. They call it the dirty NF I heard <laughs> on the internet radio. In the internet radio, yes, the dirty NF. It was the AM. It was the AM radio. They said. <laughs> sure, that's where that's where they call it the dirty NF. Anyway, so I grew up, I grew up in Niagara Falls. Um, when I met my now wife, uh, she lived in a different city, Rochester, uh, about an hour and a half away. And when we were dating and everything, I eventually moved out uh, towards her, and I separated myself locationally from my 
my past. Like I, I have a tangible separation from um, the people that I grew up with, my family, obviously. And uh, so obviously we, we see them, but don't see them nearly as often. So getting that tangible, physical separation from everything that I had known, um, along with just being, you know, becoming a husband and then a father and going through this personal evolution to the place that I'm, I'm now coaching others through their own evolution, you know, every time I would go back home, I would, I would be a little bit further down that path. And, you know, I would come in into this, this space where the people that knew me before expected to see the Nick that they knew when I had left or uh, the Nick that they knew as I was growing up. And uh, especially around the holidays where, you know, that there's so much more committed time to spending time with those family and friends that were more back home, I would find myself just sitting in the room with these people, my family, my friends, and everybody, and just, um, you know, I didn't want to share things that we were sharing here on this podcast. I didn't want to talk about, you know, the book that I was writing, or I didn't want to talk about the, um, the business that I was, I was working towards growing and scaling. And um, it, <laughs> there's this inner part of me that's like, it wants to shout about it because it's so exciting and I want to celebrate these things that I'm excited about. But at the same time, my ego is like, no, stay quiet. Because talking about that is going to run interference with what they expect you to be here for. And what they expect me to be there for is the kind of clown of the, the family. I, I like to joke and be silly. Obviously, you listen to this podcast, you know that we're silly. Your jokes um, suck, Nick. Your jokes are terrible. <laughs> Whoa, if listener. <laughs> you're just not funny. And uh, so there's that. There's the, the part of this, like, around my, my friends and my family. Everybody likes to have a few drinks around the holidays. And, um, you know, I've, I've learned to pace myself as an adult, but, like, just <laughs> sinking into, into holiday time and spending time where I know I'm not going anywhere, you know, I, I would have a few extra. Uh, and it's funny because my wife is, is obviously she's a part of my family now, but she's, uh, she's someone that didn't know the Nick before to a certain extent. So she's like, well, this is weird. Like, this is interesting <laughs> that, that this is happening when this is the person that I've, I've known to, I've come to know and love. So it's just, whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas, I would like almost as if I was watching a movie of my own life watch me kind of just kind of shift back a few gears, a shift, mm. shift back a few years even, if, uh, if we're being honest, like back to 18-year-old Nick, back to 21-year-old Nick who um, didn't want to ruffle feathers, just wanted to have a good time, just wanted to be around people and, and enjoy that time. And I still do want to enjoy the time and be present. But now I want to do so from the place of, of this person that co-hosts this really cool podcast and is an author of a book and has this business where he coaches men and really loves being a, a dad and husband and like wants, wants to talk about real stuff. And yeah. um, the, the further that I get down this path of my own personal evolution, uh, that gap between this Nick and that old Nick that I fall back into, it's so drastic that it, it, it causes more and more personal conflict every time I choose to shift back. And, you know, I've gotten better and better at not shifting back, but it is something that, that tends to happen um, around yeah. the people that remind me of the, the old me. Um, mm -hmm. So selfishly, Julian brought this topic up before we started. He's like, you want to talk about this? I'm like, actually, I do, because I, I want to process it for myself as we, as we talk about it, because, you know, I have the conscious understanding, and we're going to talk about this because Julian and I understand this uh, conceptually, and we, we obviously coach men. Uh, well, I coach men. He coaches men and ladies. So shout out the to the ladies. Ladies. Well. The ladies. <laughs> um, 
but we coach people through this type of stuff where we're, we have this conflict between the old us and the new us and, and trying to fight our ego battle of um, rising up and, and doing what our, our heart and soul is calling us forward to. And, you know, so I, I get it experientially and conceptually, but I also am human and go back to these old environments that remind me of the old me and find yeah. myself in conflict as well. So, um, yeah, it, it's definitely something that I will work through this holiday season. And I'm glad that Julian brought it up and, yeah. and here we are. So, Julian, can you tell me a little bit about why the hell I am? I'm so, <laughs> so susceptible to just yeah. falling, falling back to the old Nick. Yeah, I was why, I was running the numbers and doing research, and it turns out you're just a big fat loser. So that's all. All right. Well, listener, <laughs> reflect that upon yourself. No, 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 no. So here's here's what happens, guys. And there's neuroscience behind everything we do, even though some of it we don't consciously do, right? And so here's what happens. And and and, and here's why. And the way you said it is perfect, Nick. It's like you're almost outside your body, watching your body slip into this old stuff. You're like, wait. New Nick doesn't do that. Oh, here goes old Nick doing that. Wait. Sure. New Nick, new Nick wants to talk about these things. Oh, old Nick is just talking about right. surface level stuff like sports. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because right? you, you like see the opportunity to be you. Yeah. Like you see it yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, there's this grand moment where somebody asked the question, like, how's the business going? Or like, how's the yeah. book going? And I just deflect it because I know that yeah. this new Nick yeah. is not welcome here. Um, yeah. So obviously I'm talking about myself, but reflect on your own stuff. Yeah. people don't yeah. just think I'm, I'm egoically <laughs> taking over this episode but uh, maybe I am um but uh, go ahead Julian I, I cut you yeah. off my, my ego wanted yeah, to talk yeah, for yeah. a second Nick's ego needs to get put in the basement home alone 2 style trapped in the basement I'm in actually, the basement right now one, actually the basement basement that mm -hmm. sub sub basement that people in New York have ah. that fourth layer all right any hoot okay so here's what happens folks when we grow up anywhere from ages 3 to 11 or 12 this is all happening unconsciously. It's not, you're not consenting to any of this, but um, we're just seeing stuff. We're learning stuff. We're absorbing stuff. And whether we are told it or we see someone else go through it or someone in authority disciplines someone else who's not an authority and we see it, we're just constantly connecting dots when we're younger, learning, collecting feedback and information on how to avoid pain and, and, and earn love. That's what's always going on from ages like three to 12. And we don't have critical faculty. So we don't have, I always say right now, there's like a big buff doorman standing outside your brain, logic and reasoning, right? And he's checking IDs. And if, and if, and if someone comes around spitting BS, that isn't true. The doorman's like, that's a fake ID. Get out of here. As a kid, there is no doorman. So you're seeing these things, taking everything at face value, and it just gets lodged into your brain. Mm -hmm. And so everything gets stored as an implicit or an explicit memory. and those are just cool words that say, okay, so there's certain things that are just wedged in your mind, laying dormant, if you will. They're not active. You're not aware of them, but they're in there, right? And when we go into old environments, it could be literally the color of a wall. It could be the smell. It could be someone's face. It could be someone's tone. It could be whatever. When we go into these old environments, these implicit memories that are stored deeply into our subconscious where we like them to stay. Yeah they get triggered instantaneously in the fraction of a millisecond. You do not choose for this to happen. It is a involuntary survival mechanism meant to keep you alive, but around the holidays, it totally screws you up. So you get into this old environment, you see this old person, you smell this old smell, whatever. It, it, tons, of, tons of potential stimulus here. And in, a, in the fraction of a millisecond, what happens is that implicit memory 
activates the feeling that you have learned to associate with it. And this is all happening at an unconscious level, right? So for me personally, like when I go home, so I'm the youngest of three. And so, I, you know, growing up, I was always, you know, I was like, hey, take care of me. I'm not the decision maker. Like I'm just here long for the ride, but like, make sure you give me nice things. Make sure you feed me and, and right. make sure you keep me warm and stuff. And so when I go home, I find myself for no reason, like, again, this is all happening at a subconscious level. This is an implicit memory being triggered by old environments, old people, um, old structures, old buildings, right? Like I find myself being very more helpless. I find myself um, letting other people decide for me. I find myself being a lot more uh, just, you know, Passive. and justifying it. Yeah. Just saying, Oh no, I'm just easy going. I'm along for the ride. No, no, no. I'm slipping into an old feeling that is triggering old thought patterns, which are triggering old behaviors. Right. And so for, and that's why Nick, you're like, man, I can see it happening, but I feel like I'm not in control. I feel like I'm being hijacked. Mm -hmm. What's happening. My good friends is these implicit memories that are being stored at a subconscious level within you are being triggered. And then in the fraction of a millisecond, your body produces an old feeling and once your body creates the feeling, we're along for the ride. Because once your body creates the feeling, your brain and your body are BFFs, they're homies, they're roll dogs, they're soul sisters, right? And so when your body's feeling a certain way, your brain's like, oh, well, if that's how we're feeling, I'm going to create thoughts and stories that match it. All this, is, all this takes a millisecond, right? And then boom, now we're feeling the old way, thinking stories, thoughts, and narratives that match the old way of feeling. The logical outcome is... Okay, well, now we're going to start acting it. Mm -hmm. This is why life is an internal game, my friends. Ah, yes. And, and, and family. <laughs> friends and manners. I was going to say phalamanders, but that doesn't make sense. No, um, no it doesn't. Give me some slack. It's, it's 6 a.m. here. So Y'all could <laughs> shut it. Uh, and this coffee anyway, maker right? didn't work again. My coffee maker fell flat on its coffee face. Mm -hmm. uh, anywho. Okay, so that's why it happens. So mm. Nick, when I called you a loser, that is wrong. You are just being your implicit memories that are stored in your subconscious are being triggered by old familiar people, places, things. Sometimes it's just a smell, right? Like it can be anything. So for you, the person listening to this being like, Oh, like show yourself some compassion. This is all, this right. is all deep, deep, deep stuff that's happening unconsciously without your consent, just very quickly. And then we're yeah. left dealing with, we're left dealing with the, the wreckage. We're like, I can't believe I did that. How about another cocktail? <laughs> like, and Let's drown this out. Because, yeah, I know because that's what I used to do. So, I, you know, sometimes I still struggle with this. And another thing that happens is, and, uh, you know, comment, leave a review, comment, let us know if some of this geeky stuff overwhelms you or if you like this geeky stuff. Because, you know, one, I love knowing how I'm wired because it kind of makes me feel less weird when these things happen. Um, but another thing I want to talk about is called mirror neuron. Mm. Nick, have you ever heard of a mirror neuron? Uh, I believe so. Let me take a stab at it. And if you tell me if I'm way off, then please obviously cut me off halfway through. But is it when um, you kind of, when you're interacting with another human being, you just... Mm -hmm sense what they're thinking, sense whatever they're doing in their own brain by the way that they're mm -hmm. behaving, and then you just mirror it yes. because uh, that would, for the sake of not, I don't know, you just kind of fall into sync Survival. with that person. Survival, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. But you're 100% right. It's primal, primal things that kept us alive back when we were cave people, right? Um, because back when we were cave people and we needed a tribe to keep us safe, like it kept you alive when you could 
mimic and match other people because they felt safer around you and you felt more included and the bond was strengthened. Right? Sure. Cool back then. Yeah. Cool back then. But right now, let's say that you've done a lot of self-work. Let's say that you have overcome scarcity, right? You, can't, you, you grew up thinking money was scarce, all this stuff. You've done all this inner work. You've, you've done all this mindset work. You realize that money is energy. It's abundant. And it, you know, you've started to see changes in your life. You've started to see more abundance show up. Ooh, this is cool. You go back, you're having a talk with your uncle who's <laughs> talking about how bad the economy is. Is that how yeah. they talk in Niagara Falls? Nick, the economy is B crap. I got this. Oh, man. Yeah. Those, what is that shit? Expensive, Nick? That's expensive, man. Nah, I look for deals. Money is scarce. Um, that's exactly how my uncle would, would talk to me. Is he going to drive to Texas and punch my face? Money is scarce. Yeah. My, my, yeah one so, of my uncles is listening to this. I'm like, God, he's doing me really well. <laughs> is, is that how I sound? <laughs> uh, but so, anyway, you've done all this work and now you're having this conversation unconsciously these mirror neurons want you to match his tone they want you to match the the emotional equivalent of what he's talking about so even though you don't believe in scarcity anymore even though all these all this growth you'll find yourself having old conversations about old things mm-hmm. right or you won't stand your ground you won't stand your truth yeah. you'll brush it off right and so but yeah mirror neurons like they're like when you're super self-aware you can see them at work but even the person at the, you know, if you're getting coffee at Starbucks or whatever, we will unconsciously, whether it's if that person's touching their face, we'll unconsciously start to touch our face. Um, if their tone is a little more perky, we'll, we'll get a little more perky, right? Like we're, yeah. this is all happening at a very subconscious level. That's why consciousness and self-awareness are the key to set Correct. you free. But, yeah. Um, you, you, so you're not standing there with your uncle who... <laughs> Apparently, my uncle sounds very interesting and funny, but you're not standing there and saying, all right, I'm going to make the choice to sync up with him and have a conversation <laughs> yeah. about scarcity. Like, this is all bubbling yeah. under the surface and like little levers are being pulled without your knowing. And all of a sudden, yes. you're, you're back in the, the, the old driver's seat that you used to, to drive in with mm-hmm. your Mazda Miata. And, uh, <laughs> and from that place, you're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 uncle, you're, you're right. You're, you're, you're right about that. And let's just talk about this and, and we'll continue to. The flow. You're not yeah. making that choice. There's this little, um, little person inside of you called your subconscious mind or your ego that's like, here we go, and yeah. you're back in, <laughs> you're back where you were, and and you're watching it happen, and it feels like a car crash. But self awareness yeah. obviously is that place. It's kind of the bridge between the the old you and the new you, and it kind of saves you. But you have to be able to catch it, um, and you yes. can catch it obviously through listening to us now. But in the moment of standing there with your uncle. And knowing that, like, oh, okay, that's not what I believe anymore. Yeah. Consciously making a choice that's opposite of the levers that are being pulled inside of you. That's where that that's where you get to make more choices. Um, so let let this just be a message to your self-awareness that hey, you get to do something different. You don't have to. Um, yeah. those levers are not permanent. They are not uh forcing you to do anything that you don't want to do, but you have to be mm. able to see them in order to uh make a different choice. Yeah, yeah. So that's the as far as like the neurophysiology behind all this, yeah, there's a lot of subconscious tomfoolery afoot. Um, and the cure for that is just ownership and self-awareness, ownership and self-awareness. When you feel it start to happen, okay, cool. You know chemically what's going on inside you, and then it's up to you to, to, to re-steer the ship. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's all. Now, that's what's happening in the, in the cool world of neuroscience. But let's just talk about 
okay, at a, at a, at a very basic human level, we also don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, <laughs> right? Like, right. We like to there. be nice people. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to be like, you know, okay, let's go back. It's Nick and his uncle, and his uncle's like, yeah, let's talk about only surface-level things like the football and the It's academy. getting thicker and thicker every time. <laughs> and, and, right? and so Nick doesn't want to be like, screw you, Uncle Sal. <laughs> right i don't have an uncle sal but if that if that particular uncle character had a name it would be sal. it would be sal yeah you're like sure. no screw you i'm not going to talk about that i've evolved i'm better than that like that's right. we're not saying you have to do that you don't have to create this hard hard confrontation but like the like a lot of the times the reason why we don't politely change the topic we don't politely say let's talk about something else we just go along with it is because in our head we don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. right we don't want to hurt them either. We don't want to let them down. They've always seen us as the nephew or the son or the brother. Like they've always seen us this way. We don't want to, we don't want to turn their world upside down. I'm just going to play this old role because I don't want to inconvenience my family. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to stir their feathers. Right. Like you're, you're going to tell yourself this story. And I mean, I'm saying this from personal experience, you're only going to be there for a day or two. Why not? Why not just be the old you for them, put on a show, let them know, let them feel like they're spending time with the person that they've known for all these years. And then you're going to go back home and then you get to go, you know, switch back into to the new you again. Like, what does it cost you the, those couple of days where you're home? Like, that's that's the story that's going to run in your head. And then you're going to just allow these mirror neurons to keep firing up and, and allow the, the process of um, just sinking back into these conversations you don't really want to have. You're going to say, well, I'm only here for 48 hours. What's the big deal? But the big deal is when you have this conflict between the soul of you, the heart of you, that's like, no, man, like, I don't believe that. Like, why are we, why are we yeah. still listening to this uncle sale of ours talk about scarcity and the, the, the thickness of his accent and, and how things are, are going wrong in the world? Like, why are we allowing this? Like that conflict, it hurts. It hurts our, our sense of like our autonomy with how we're operating in this world, like having the choice to do something different and choose something different. You're kind of watering that down by, by convincing yourself that it's okay to just slip back into an old role for a couple of days. And that conflict it sucks. It hurts. And it's hard to kind of spin your way back out of it after you've gotten home because you've, you've kind of uh, sacrificed that part of you that, that wants to speak up. Um, and that sucks. And there's a, another sends, thing. It sends tremors. It sends tremors in all areas ah, of your life. Tremors. Even though you're just like, no, this is 48 hours. Great movie, by the way. But, oh, this is just 48 hours. Have you never seen Tremors? I don't think so. No. Oh, my gosh. But what like is it about? Monster, there's these big like, monster worms under the ground, and they come up and get you, and they can feel your feet. Nope. So Tremors 1 was like a good movie, and then it became a cult classic. There's like nine Tremors, and now it's like a sci-fi original. Anyway, okay. all for all right. my Tremor heads out there, woo woo. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Hashtag Tremor head. <laughs> I also made up that phrase. So we think it's like, yeah, it's this isolated 48 hours, and once we're in, once we're out, it's done. Yeah. Like I said, it, it, it impacts you. It, it re-innervates old neurons in your brain. It reactivates old patterns and old identities that you've spent a lot of time and energy working to, to make peace with and let go of. And mm. so, yeah, there, there's, there's a big opportunity cost to this. And it's not just 48 hours of, you know, putting up with conversation that you firmly don't believe in and, and, and letting your habits and boundaries slide. It's, it leaves, it leaves a mark. Yeah, for sure. And there's also this, this other part too. Um, so let's just say you're 31, like 
me. And you you have you have maybe have like three to five years, seven years of like, okay, I've been working on myself and this is the new me. This is the evolution of of who you are. You have the rest of your life in terms of ratio of the old version of you, the, the person that they're expecting to see, like the old ratio, the ratio of old you to new you, it wins by a lot at this point of your life. Like if you're 30 something, 40 something, like, and you've only been, you know, kind of diving into this, this evolution of yourself for a handful or, or 10 years, you have just subconsciously under this, like you've practiced the old role so much that it's easy to just dive right back in. It's easy to flow back into it. It's not like you've forgotten how to be um, this old person. So like you, you convince yourself that it's okay for the 48 hours you're home. You open up the door to what that might be like and psh, you're back into it because you've rehearsed mm -hmm. that pattern, that role. You know what it feels like. You know like all of the, the pieces of it. It's not unnatural for you to slide back into. Like if somebody were to ask yeah. you to be um, somebody completely different for 48 hours, that would be difficult. That would be weird. But this is an old role that you've played so, so often. So yeah, okay, 48 hours, I'll fly back in and be fine. And I'll, I'll talk to my Uncle Sal about all this scarcity. <laughs> Uncle I realized where that feature. voice came from. All right, tell me about oh. Uncle Sal's voice. It's Prison Mike from The Office. <laughs> Remember that episode? <laughs> this is Prison Mike. So like, wow, prison sounds really cool, Prison Mike. Like, the Dementors. <laughs> the worst part about it was the Dementors. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and if you don't like Sally. The Office, you should probably just stop listening to our, our podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm go sorry. listen to that podcast called I'm a Psychopath with No Heart. Um, okay, but, but oh, one thing we wanted to talk about was we do this and we tell ourselves the story. Oh, I'm doing it for them. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, but I, I, I stopped, you know, I, I'm on this. Okay, the perfect example, right? I uh, last winter uh, was committed to intermittent fasting, right? Okay. Committed. Made a commitment. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool, I want to give this a, a fair shake. I want to let it have its full run, mm -hmm. uh, see all the cool benefits, and it was great. Boom, come home for the holiday. My cutoff, right? For everybody, intermittent fasting, it's you, you fast for, there's yeah. different ratios, but I was, yeah, yeah, but I was doing, you eat for eight hours, you fast for the other 16. So there's yeah. a hard, hard cutoff at 7 p.m. for me. Mm. Okay. Hard cutoff. 7.45 rolls around. And my dear, lovely aunt uh, made, made these meatballs that growing up, I loved them, right? And yeah. so you make them every year. Now, part of me is like, okay, the meatballs are fine, I guess, but like nothing, I'm not craving them like a madman, but when she brings them over and makes them, I know sure. that, I know that eating them, right, makes her happy. So right. here it is at 7.30, it's after the window of intermittent fasting, and I go, I'm doing this for her. Right. I'm, do, I'm eating these meatballs for her. And I yeah. started eating meatballs. Um, and I think if we're honest with ourselves, we do that a lot. I'm doing this for that person. I'm doing this for that person. I just want this person to be happy. I'm doing this for them. I'm doing this for them. And I'm about to challenge you here and say, that's very selfish of you. Because we can say it's for them. We can say it's to, you know, make them happy, to keep them safe, whatever. But really, it's so that you can avoid having a very important conversation about who you're becoming. And that scares us. Oh, yeah. So selfishly, by eating the meatballs, not only do we get a mouthful of flavor, mm -hmm. but we also get to keep our old story. We also get to keep hiding who we really are. And that in the moment is feel safe and snuggly. 
Mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, when we were talking about the movie Tremors, um, that leaves a mark. That leaves a mark. That sets you back. Yeah. From a place like it, it reactivates old pieces of you that don't serve you anymore. And so we can talk about all day about how it's for them and how it's for them and how it's for them and how it's for them. But really it's so that we can feel, uh, we can avoid something that may be temporarily uncomfortable. That's really it. Sure. And like you're avoiding the conversation about your evolution. Yeah. But you're also the, the ego part of you is a little bit frightened that you won't be able to defend why you feel differently. So like, for instance, with you and the meatballs, like if, if you were like, no, I'm intermittent fasting and she'd be like, okay, what's intermittent fasting? And you try to go to explain it. And she's like, okay, just have the meatball. It's fine. (laughs) And and you're like, well, no, see, like there's this window where I'm not eating. And then I'll, you know, I'll eat them tomorrow morning at 11 AM or whatever your window started at. A morning of meatballs. I'll have a morning of meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) Now I sound like (laughs) Borat. Anyway. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, but like you go down this rabbit hole of like, you you cut off that conversation because you don't want to have to speak up and continue to defend why you think this intermittent fasting thing is important. So for you, listener, maybe it's not intermittent fasting. Maybe it's, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to have a drink tonight because I, um, I, I committed to being sober for this month or whatever. Um, or I don't want to have that piece of cake after dinner because I know I, I don't need it. And I've made this conscious decision to not eat sugar as much or something. And, you know, you, you don't want to have to defend your reasoning why. You don't want to have to defend the person that you're evolving into, the choices, the new choices that you're making. So rather than having this whole long conversation about, and basically the defense of this new you, you're like, you know what? It's just a meatball. It's whatever. Let's make our aunt happy or let's make our mom happy. Let's make our, our cousin happy so we don't have to, you know, go down this rabbit hole of me coming to the plate and saying with, with my armor in hand, this is me. Now deal with it. Uh, and, and, you know, our, our ego makes this, this choice because we think it's going to be this really hard and weird conversation. And it doesn't have to be. But because we, at some level, think that it's going to be us against the world, our new, our new selves against our old selves, our new selves against our old patterns and, and everybody's expectations of them, we'll just be like, you know what? It's easy. Let's just have the meatball. Let's just have the piece of cake. Why not have a drink after 10 p.m.? Whatever. It's fine. And then, yeah, the tremors begin. So, yeah, it's completely about us because we don't want to ruffle those feathers, one, but we also don't want to have to come to the plate and defend something that maybe we don't feel is, is solid enough ground to stand on because we're still kind of getting used to it ourselves, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, Julian? Jolaf? That's how my niece says my name. Jolaf! Um, <laughs> But she's two, Nick. You have no excuse. You're 31. You're a grown-up man, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but yes, no, that, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's really, we're just trying to stay, you know, comfortable. And yeah, like being in our head, we think we'll be challenged on it. In our, we make up this Hollywood drama of what will happen if we actually do what mm-hmm. we really actually wanted to do in our heart. And it's not always as big and bad as, as you think it's going to be. Like I have, you know, obviously growing up, I wasn't always into the things I'm into now. I didn't always talk about the things I talk about now. 
So, uh, so like 14-year-old Julian wasn't talking about neuroplasticity and epigenetics at the Thanksgiving dinner table if this didn't happen? Oh, man. The young, young Julian was, was doing mischief and fighting and drinking and doing all kinds of things. And so I was very afraid with my friend mm. to be who I really wanted to be. So when I would come home or when I would hang out with them or they would come visit, I'd put on hooligan Julian. Yeah. And then I mean, because of the drama I built up in my head. Now, mm. I'm happy to announce... And some of my friends listen to this, so shout out friends. Uh, friends but, are cool. Like, yeah, but like I've had some amazing conversations with my friends just about talking about what I want to talk about, what I actually want to talk about. Right. And like it actually gives them permission to say what they actually want to say too. Because for all you know, maybe your friends and your family are done playing old roles too, and they're doing the same thing just to keep mm, you happy, keep you comfortable. Right. And they're waiting, they're dying on the inside trying to be their new selves, but they're playing right. old roles. They want to make you comfortable, but they're just being selfish because they don't want to make you uncomfortable. Whoa. Right. Everybody's exhausted playing this old role, and yeah. all it takes is yeah. one person, you, yeah. dear listener, or Julian yeah. in his, his situation, to be like, you know, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about this new thing that I'm, I'm experiencing yeah. and going through and yeah. working through. And, and they, they, they take a deep breath and like, oh, my God. All right, so somebody else here is, is doing this. That's strange. Yeah, yeah. Maybe oh, it'll be I'll cool if perfect, I do this. A perfect example. I was uh, uh, a couple months ago. I was living in Chicago. Me and my really good friend, we went to a comedy show, and I was like, great. Starts at eight thirty till everybody left. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I if I don't get my nine hours of sleep, Papa gets angry. So I'm like, cool. I'll go home after. Right? I'll have a drink. I'll watch some comedy. It'll be hilarious, which it was. Um, and then I'll go home. And so as we're leaving, my friend goes, "So where are we going to go after? What bar? What what thing?" I'm like, "I'm actually, you know, going to go home." And I see him turn to his girlfriend, and they whisper, "Like, oh, thank God. We just we were gonna go out because we thought you wanted to go out, but we just want to go home. We are so tired." I'm like, "Dude, just do it. Just do what you want. Like, I'm not right. gonna like I'm not gonna defriend you because <laughs> of whatever." But in the past, that's what we would do. We would stay out late, and we would do all these things. And so he felt. I realized he felt just as much pressure to do the thing that he thought would make me feel comfortable than I was thinking. Because in the back of my head, I was like, "Well, I gotta just tell him I'm not gonna do anything after." Um, mm-hmm. And, and he's like, oh, thank goodness. Good. Right. We're going home. Too. Awesome. And then we both woke up Sunday morning feeling amazing. Right. That's, that's a perfect example. Yes. You're giving other people permission to actually act on what they wanted to. But everybody, yeah. as yeah. soon as they see friends, they see family that remind them of what used to be the norm. They just mm-hmm. slip back into the norm yeah. subconsciously. And all it takes is one person to decide that, like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go home after this show. or maybe. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk about all the family drama that we have, or maybe <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, um, you know, sit and, and talk about high school when I'm 35 and 40. Like <laughs> what, what else can we talk about here, people? And like, just knowing that it's, it's, it might feel like this really crazy, bold thing, but you are, are going to show other people that are at that table or at, you know, in that living room that you're all yucking it up with that it's okay to, try on a new hat and, and see what that feels yeah. like. And, and, it, and it doesn't have to be a big, dramatic suck it. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't, it's it doesn't, it's doesn't. not like you have to plant your flag in the middle of the living room and say, yeah. listen, people, this is me now. So you guys need yeah. to shut up and listen. It's, yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to be no, no, no. But it, it like, and like I said, the, 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 the more proactive you can do this, the better it's going to be. The more reactive it is, the more nasty tone is going to be involved in it. Right. But like, if you can just, from a place of ownership and clarity, like, oh, okay, like, and then steer the conversation another way, or, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat these tomorrow. I can't wait, but oh, yeah, I'm doing this intermittent fast. Um, 
instead of make, like having this weird internal melodrama going on and then be like, mm. like when you do that, like whatever decision you make, you're going to be upset about it anyway. Right. So it's like, yeah, just, just the way like you would want your family member to have the conversation with you about it or your friend right. or whatever. Just do that. Just do that. And it, it, cause it doesn't have to be this big, big, uh, right. a, a battle. Yeah. Big and suck it. Right. And I'm glad that you got to this point because some of you might be listening to this. I'm like, okay, I got to prepare myself for my, my, uh, big, uh, my big outing party. I'm going to crush these people with some knowledge from Julian and Nick. It's going to be crazy, but yeah, it never has to be that way. And the more that you think that like you have to armor up and go into battle with, with this new version of you, like you're going to create that experience. We've talked about it quite a bit on this podcast, your thoughts, and your emotions and how you are bringing that to the table is going to create your reality. So if you are thinking that when you go home for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever your holiday plans are, where you might fall back into these old patterns, if the, the track that you're playing in your head is all about how, um, you know, your, your mom's going to say something that's going to trigger you or your sister's going to, you know, do something that makes you feel like you, you might shift back into the old, like the more you spend time thinking that that's going to be the reality the more you're going to create it. So remind yourself that you get to choose something else and, and think about how easy it can be to talk about what you want to talk about and how you're going to open up more doors for other people to do the same and like create that reality in your head rather than thinking, okay, all right, Thanksgiving's in a week. I really need to get myself prepared for what's about to go down and how I'm going to disappoint a lot of people, but I'm going to really speak from the heart. It's going to be great and it's going to be frustrating, but it's going to be like, you don't, they don't create the reality by, by thinking it has to be this crazy dramatic thing. It's just when that moment hits you, when you feel the mirror neurons wash over you and you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm falling back into this pattern with my Uncle Sal. Just pause, take a deep breath. Hey, Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick. The I'm Dementist. Breath. I'm breathing Mike. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and we always want to leave you folks with a takeaway, right? Like something you can actually use and apply. And so if you're listening to this before the holiday season, <sighs> implement it once. Just one thing, right? And it could yeah. be an eating habit. It could be saying yes or no to something. It could be steering away a conversation or exiting from a certain conversation um, or having. And I don't want to say tough conversation, but maybe having that conversation of what you no longer do and why. Mm. And just do it once and, and, and see what happens. And, and here's the thing also, because we have mad listenership, like people are probably going to listen to this for years to come. So you may be listening to this in like February and there's no family stuff coming up. This or applies in 2046. To... In hey, put down, your, put down your jet pack and start listening. Uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, like this, this could just be, this could be anyone. This could be, this could be an old friend, an old family member, an old coworker. Um, we slide back into these old roles unconsciously um, all the time. It doesn't just doesn't have to be around family during the holidays, but I mean, just with the timeliness of everything and, and with Nick and I experiencing this in real time, because we are by no means perfect. Well, I, Nick's not, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Julian's like, much closer to his perfect certification than I am. But, uh, but yeah, like use this, use this, that, I mean, I, I can't really bundle this into one actionable takeaway, but, but what I would say is just like expect it to happen. You're a human with an unconscious mind who's going to do unconscious things due to your implicit memories that are stored in your subconscious, right? Like old triggers. It could be a smell, a person, a place, a wall, a picture. It's going to happen. You don't have to beat yourself up about it, but you can see, you can start to feel that chemical shift within you and then boom, feel your feet planted on the ground. Like 
take a couple breaths, regain control of your physiology, breathe deeply through your stomach, prevent yourself from going unconscious, sympathetic nervous system. That's like the cave version of you. Come on back. Oh, what is reality? Reality is I'm here. I'm with my family, with my friends. That's nice. Uh, and I have the choice of who I want to be and how I want to act. That's all like, that's reality. And then everything else is a story we tell ourselves. So this holiday season, enjoy reality. That's, that's, that's uncle Julio's tip of the day. Uncle Julio's. He went from uncle sale to uncle Julio. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, my, my, my tip and takeaway is one, go watch the office. If you aren't already watch Number prison, two, Mike, watch prison, Mike. I don't know what season it's probably early on. Oh, it's, it's in season three. After, that's they, merge. The After they merge. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Back to it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to give you like a, uh, a task to go try for this because you, you're going to have to be in the environment in which you have the awareness. But uh, celebrate the awareness is, is something that I've been talking about a lot with my clients and everything is just because you're, you missed the opportunity to, to really act on the choice, the fact that you're seeing your patterns and, and can see like, oh, oh, okay, my aunt is saying something to me that is, is causing me to think, you know, how I used to think or, or say something I, I used to say. Like, Honor the awareness, celebrate the awareness because it's in the awareness that you then get to pull a different lever inside of you and change it. So if you, you know, for Thanksgiving, let's say, you go home and you notice that you did some things that you didn't really want to do when it comes to Christmas time, just knowing that you had the awareness for the, the first conversation, now you can go in with better equipped to actually make the change. Like don't think that you are broken or, or you, you're screwing up everything that Julian and Nick are talking about by not powerfully stepping into who you are the first time it happens, just celebrate the awareness and know that seeing it is, is the step before the change. So just be okay with being the human that you are, have compassion for yourself. And as the awareness continues to build, then make a new choice. And like Julian said, do so by just take a couple of deep breaths and allow all of the, the chemicals within you that are rushing to the surface saying, be the old you. Just take a breath and allow, allow yourself to, to get your bearings and then make a new choice. And you're going you're gonna to be okay. There's nothing on the other side of that that's going to exclude you from your family or exclude you from your friends. You're going to be all right. And you just have to remind yourself of that because your ego, your subconscious mind are scared to death uh, of, of the excommunication you're going to experience by being you. And it's just not going to happen like that. You're going to be okay. Well said, Nicholas. Well said. Hey, thank you. Take the takeaway to end all takeaway. So, all right, awesome. Other than that, find Nick and I on the social, the media, so we can interact and you can see pictures of Nick's daughter and my dog and, oh, more useful information and strategies to keep changing yes. your life. So we say Nick, fancy is, Nick is Nick underscore moving past me mediocre. Yes, Julian is weird. Julian underscore fearless life. Find us, comment on us, tag us. Uh, if you like this show, screenshot it, put it on your story. We'll put you on ours and we'll do all kinds of funny, cool stuff. And then I'm going to pull this card. Oh, a card. Get ready for this. I was up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday to record this amazing episode with Nick. Mm. That means you're going to leave me a goddamn review. Oh, sorry. 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 I went, I went ego on that one. So uh, this is the part of the show where we say, yeah, take 30 seconds, leave a review. Let us know how it's going so that more people can find us and listen to us because Nick and I's egos just want to be super famous. Just kidding. We want to impact more people and be super famous. Yes. The so, fame is required to impact people, Julian. That's why we want the fame first. That's also our ego story. Telling us that we need to get all these reviews. But yes, thank you for listening. <laughs> 
tell your tell your friends about it. Tell when you go to Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas this year. Tell everybody yeah. about this podcast. Spread the good word. Um, and if you need to have a scapegoat uh, for the powerful conversations that you're having, Thanks. well, listen. I, I heard this podcast, and I'm I'm now telling you how I actually feel because of it. Yeah. And if they get triggered, cool, send them our way. <laughs> but yeah. in doing oh. so, leave us a review. Super last thing, super last thing. Super I'm last. just curious of, of our listenership. What is your favorite holiday movie? Mine's Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Ooh, and it has been since I saw it. So, Nick, what's yours? Uh, mine is the Jim Carrey Grinch, without a doubt. I have a pretty solid Jim Carrey Grinch voice. And I'm going to leave the, the listener. Uh, I'm going to leave the listeners with a little taste of it right now. So they can oh. start off and, and think that we're saying. <laughs> well, well, listener, 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 comment. Message us on social. I want to know what your uh, your favorite ho- holiday movie is, and we'll uh, we'll have a little chat about it next week. Yes, I look I look very much forward to it. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful, and uh, <laughs> Julian's laughing over there. But this is this is terrifying. <laughs> With that said, have yourself you know, a wonderful Merry Christmas. <laughs> you know, a lot of people find that Grinch very scary. Like a lot of little kids went to see it, and they're like, "That was too much." So. And that's yeah, okay. go have fun terrifying your daughter this year. Go have fun ter- planting seeds of terror in your daughter this year. <laughs> I, I very much look forward to it, and I'm going to plant a lot of great subconscious memories of a very frightening father yes. um, <laughs> this holiday season. I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Um, now that we've got for you, <laughs> love you. Uh, now that now we've gotten through a lot of silliness and banter, um, which was actually on our our sheet for <laughs> for a recipe for a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, only, my friend. Well, if only you guys could see the behind the scenes of this. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks, Julian, for getting up at 5 a.m. for us. I got up at 6 a.m. Um, time zones, baby. Time, time zones. zones. Time zones. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, we will see you on the next episode of the New School of Success and choose you this holiday season. That's the last thing I'll say. That Go ahead, Julian. Send him to the bell. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just like Nicholas said, guys. It's about you. You can do this. You have done it in the past. Therefore, you can do it again. So just remember that. And like Nick was saying, the awareness is just what is actually happening when you can strip away all the stories and what ifs and all of the anticipations of how the future is going to unfold. What you're left with is the moment. And that's awareness. And the moment is always going to be nice to you. I promise you with that. So have a great week. Let us know. Let us know what your favorite holiday movie is. Leave us a review. Have fun. Mm. And, uh, Yeah, here comes the bell. Three, two, one.